0: Hey, what's going on everybody? I'm Kyle Clay Richards and welcome to Underdog Mentality, the sports podcast where we tackle unique topics by looking between the numbers at the human side of the game. I gotta say, it's been a minute since we've had a chat and I feel like I'm saying that every single time I get behind the microphone to record an episode, but I've gotta tell you, the website has been super busy accepting articles from contributors all over the US some people even outside of the u.s which is very cool and that's the first reason why i had to step aside from doing the podcast i had to focus on the main priority and that's getting articles up on time uh, because some of them had dates and events in them so they had to be published at a certain time so that was the reason of the initial hiatus but man let's just think about the last couple of years real quick like i mean we are coming up on about a year and a half in a pandemic that has really changed the way that our world works and i wish that i could say that i took advantage of that time at home while you know while everybody's not wanting to go out in public to get on top of a podcast and keep it going again like i used to but that just didn't happen and i couldn't can't really explain why but it's just it's been a ride am i right and i hope you guys are all safe out there continuing to be safe and uh yeah, I think it's about time we get the podcast going again. What do you think? But just before we jump into this episode, let's take a second to appreciate the fact that the Idaho Vandals beat Simon Fraser 68-0 this weekend. That is a whooping, if you ask me. And another thing about the Vandals, have you seen that new basketball arena that's being built over there? Um, I cannot wait to get up there and watch a game in that place. But ironically, this episode is about fantasy sports and how they could possibly be cooler than in-person sports. Uh, hear me out, alright, let's just get going with this episode. Alright, I know that there's gotta be some people out there who are pretty pissed about what I just said. Uh, Like, how could fantasy sports be cooler than in-person sports? I mean, don't don't get me wrong. There's a reason why the title is the way it is. Uh, but I love me some in-person sports. You know, I've been to several NBA games, uh, going over to the Utah Jazz and watching the Lakers play. I've seen a couple of Jazz games there back in 2017. Uh, you know, I've been to a Titans and Broncos game in Denver. I've been to some hockey games. You know, I've, I love my in-person sports. I love going there and grabbing a beer and being able to watch the action live. It always changes your perspective on things like, you know, for example, watching Kevin Durant in person was mind-blowing to me. That dude is crazy athletic for his size. On TV, it just doesn't really do him justice. Uh, And hockey, I mean, I don't have like a team in hockey or anything like that. I didn't grow up watching hockey, but... Tell you what, man, that is a fast paced game and it's exciting, especially when there's like a rival match going on and there's lots of fights happening. Sometimes you can't get anything better than that. And let's be honest, you know, it it's not all that cheap to go to a sporting event, especially if there's not a team in your area. Uh, so you have to travel to go watch that team, get an Airbnb or a hotel in that area and kind of be there for a couple days. But on the flip side of that, even though it is expensive, you're kind of getting that Fun experience of traveling to a city maybe you've never been before. Getting to experience that culture a little bit. And uh, that's always a good time. So you can't complain too much about the cost. It's more about the experience and uh, having some stories to tell down the road. But you want to know what is funny is when you go to a game in person. And you have players on one of those teams on your fantasy teams. And so you're kind of rooting for that player. And so if you're there to watch a certain team, you're like rooting for both sides. Like I want the real team... On one side to do well, but I want that one guy over here to also do well. It makes for a very complicated and interesting sports viewing experience. I'll put it that way. Let's talk about how sports can bring people together in a lot of different ways. You know, obviously it's a really big event when there is a sporting event going on. Thousands upon thousands of people pack into a stadium to go and enjoy the exact same thing all at one time. I think that's pretty cool. I don't know why, but just now I thought of Texas A&M's sort of tradition where they all link arms and sway back and forth. One of my former roommates in college, he was an athletic trainer in school. I mean, he's still an athletic trainer, but when he was in school for it, he got to travel with the football team, and he went to Texas A&M, you know, Kyle Field for the first time, and got to experience that from the field. And he said it just blew him away because it was like, you know, so, like so many thousands of people doing the exact same thing. And I just thought, how cool is that? Like going and enjoying a game with your friends and family is one thing. But I also think about how when I was in school at the University of Idaho and any time our team scored, every you'd be high-fiving everybody. And I just thought that was such a cool sense of camaraderie that I, I feel like I'd never really experienced before until I went to college. And then you look at the other side of it from, you know, the, the fantasy sports perspective. And I think that also has a certain sense of community in all the leagues that you have. I mean, obviously a community in the direct sense that you chat with those people in a chat room or, you know, you talk smack on the smack boards, whatever. Um, but for me, you know, fantasy sports are a great way to keep up with old friends. Uh, for example, I'm in like three leagues that I, you know, that I actually care about. Uh, one of them, the one that I've been in the longest is, uh, the Vandal League. And it's just with a bunch of my college buddies. Uh, and i I'm stoked to see a lot of them this coming October. One of them is getting married. Congratulations, Charlie. Proud of your brother. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to go see those guys in person and maybe lay some smack talk down there. But, you know, let's be honest. I'm not really the type, but we have that opportunity, <laughs> Uh, but that's one that I love to be in because it keeps me in touch with a lot of my college friends I don't normally get to see or talk to for a lot of different reasons. You know, we all have our own lives going on, a lot of us starting families, some of us not, and so it's a great way to all kind of stay together and stay updated on each other's lives. Similar thing kind of goes for my other league that I'm in. Uh, This is kind of a mix of people, a lot of people from my town that I live in and where I'm from, people I've known for a very long time, people from college, Uh, And then some of their friends from college and just, you know, even a few of my other family members across the country. So if it wasn't for these leagues, I may not be able to keep in touch with these people as easily because, like I said, I have a life over here. They have a life over there. And it's really hard to just kind of reach out to every single person in your life. So fantasy sports give you a, a great opportunity to keep in touch with people that you normally wouldn't. But I also can't forget to mention this new league that I just started up. I've never managed a league before in my life. And I started up one for Abstract Sports. So it's a kind of a new experience for me. And I wanted to try and bring in a lot of people from all over the place that I know. Uh, For example, I have a family member in the Denver area who got booted out of a league. And so he was looking for one. And he said, keep me in mind if you're going to be joining another league. And I'm like, all right, we'll do. Uh, But I also was thinking about getting some of the Abstract Sports contributors involved. So I reached out to a few of them and one of them did actually join, which I'm pretty stoked about shout out to Isaiah for, for joining the the gang for this season. Hopefully all my other friends and, and family members in the chat don't offend you or something, <laughs> but it's a really good mix of people. You know, I got Isaiah, who's one of the, one of my contributors, current contributors on abstractsports.com always submits really great articles and I appreciate that from him. But, um, that being said, there is some abstract sports money, like added money into the pot, and that's what makes it kind of interesting. It's like, well, there's a normal buy-in of $30, but I wanted to add in some money to make it a little more interesting and also to draw people in, and I I can see this kind of growing, and and I think this is something I might talk about a little bit more towards the end of the episode. Definitely a different kind of community. It's a mix of people from all over the place. We're talking like North Carolina, like New York, California, Texas, Idaho. So a really good mix of people, people from all different uh, areas of my life. And I think it'll make for a really interesting season. I'm not going to lie. It's been a minute since I've done one of these podcast things. So let's take a quick time out for a word from our sponsor. All right. Now that that's out of the way, let's get back to business. So like I was saying, sports are really cool. They create a cool sense of community, keep you in touch with old friends, especially from different walks of life. But fantasy sports are pretty cool because you can also have those same senses of community like I've already said as well, but you can make some money while you're doing it. But I've got to say, I'm a little bit jealous of all you people who live in those states where you can play daily fantasy sports because I live in Idaho and that's been ruled as illegal. Uh, They say that it's a form of gambling, which I'm like... I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm using my sports knowledge to create daily fantasy lineups. And because of my knowledge, I am making money on it against other people. I don't, I don't understand what's to hate about that, but I'll talk about that a little bit more in just a second. But first I want to talk about normal fantasy football leagues or fantasy sports leagues for that matter. Um, I'm mentioning football mostly right now because obviously today is the day of the start of the NFL season. Uh, It is September 9th. And so I'm excited about all my teams. I've got three different teams. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, um, I will have to admit this is the second day I'm recording this episode because your boy is busy and it's really hard to do this all in one night. Uh, like I've, I've said, also I say that I'm saying this a lot, but I have a life. It's hard to do this all the time. So if I repeat myself in this first few episodes, as I get the Ross no- rust <laughs> knocked off, uh, just give me a little bit of a break and just know it's going to get better as we go on here. But the, you know, fantasy football leagues, I think are the most popular fantasy sports leagues out there. Um, you look at basketball, there's 82 games in a season. I guess last year there were 72, uh, in baseball, there's like 162 games in a season, something like that. 164. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but that's a lot of games in a season to have to try and set your lineup every single time. I remembered playing a, Uh, fantasy baseball league with some buddies and it was fun because it was a different kind of trash talk you know i'm not a big baseball fan i don't know all the players that are in the games for every team every day you know they they do they do like these homestands and these road trips where they play like five games in seven days and you have to change your lineup for every single one of those and there's like positions for relief pitchers starting pitchers backup pitchers, all kinds of stuff. And it just gets really, really hard to keep track of, especially over the course of a 160 plus game season. Uh, Then you get to basketball and it's kind of the same thing. You're having to check your lineup every single night because they can play back to backs, but more often than not, they're playing uh, at least two games every four days, something like that. Uh, Also very hard to keep track of. I mean, you, you know, there's the lineups can be different from league to league too. So you could have multiple positions uh, for, for like, Point guards, you get a multiple point guards, multiple shooting guards, flex spots, power forward, forward, centers. Um, it just gets to be a little bit crazy. And I got to tell you, it, it's really hard to keep on top of. So that's why I like to talk mostly about fantasy football. I think it's kind of the OG fantasy sports line. I remember back in the day when uh, the local newspaper had an insert in the paper where you could fill out your fantasy football team by checking a box next to the player that you want to have in your lineup. And it usually only had like the top three to five players. And other than that, you had to seriously write in the players. So if you knew what you were doing, you were going to write in a player. Um, I think this is back around the time when like Dante Culpepper was a quarterback quarterback for the Vikings. And you had Randy Moss and Robert Smith and uh, like, you know, Klein Saucer was the fullback and he was a really big deal for them. That's about the time frame. And I'm not going to put a year on it because I'm not a big sports historian, but that gives you a good idea of how long ago that was. Back when, you know, fantasy sports weren't really able to be on the internet where the the internet wasn't the, the data fiend that, is it, that it is now. Uh, they literally had somebody manually calculating scores somewhere along the line. And then they would post your scores in the... The paper every week, I think it was like after the uh, Monday night game, they put out a paper and it would have all your scores in there. And whoever did the best across the season would win some kind of cool prize from the post register, the local newspaper. Um, Those were very, very different times. And I think that's like the when you talk about OG fantasy football, that was my version of where it started for me. And I, as a younger kid, being really active in sports, had a good knowledge about that. And so my dad was like, hey, you want to play in this? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And I thought that was so cool. So like shout out to the, the old school people who, who innovated that kind of movement for sports. And, and then also to the people who took it to the online platform and developed these crazy scoring systems for all different types of leagues and scoring types and really catering it to the fans so that you can make something out of the season rather than just like picking a team and hoping they do their best. So on that note, I just kind of want to run through the different types of leagues that I'm a part of cuz I think it might give some insight to how some other leagues can be run out there. I do think there's some pretty sweet things that some some of my commissioners are doing that I think are very different from a lot from a lot of other leagues. And so I want to let's go through these really fast. So I'm in one league with my, my buddies here in town. I think I mentioned this in the first half of the episode. Uh, this one has a $50 buy in this year. And I think that's pretty normal of the last couple of years, or maybe last year we did 20. But the, the nice thing about this league is that weekly high score gets a payout. So last year the buy in was like 20 bucks, right? And you could uh, pull off a high score in any week and get $10 back. So if you did that two times throughout the season, you broke even. If you did that three times throughout the season, you're making money. So you don't even have to go all the way to the championship to make some money, which I think is a pretty dang cool concept. It's a great consolation prize for somebody who cannot win a championship, and that would be me because I did win my money back last year, but I was nowhere near the top. So shout out to Micah for setting our league up that way. Um, and I think just just for fun, for fun, I'll maybe say that my team name in that league is the Greendale Human Beings. And if you know, you know, just know that my logo consists of their mascot with their school flag behind them. So yeah, if you know what community is, the TV show, you can, you can learn more information about that. My other league that I'm in is one with some college buddies. And this one is like, I think we did a $30 buy-in this year, something kind of smaller because my buddy Charlie's getting married and, and you know, gotta, you gotta pinch some pennies somewhere. So no, I'm just kidding, Charlie. That's totally not, not the case. But to be honest, 30 bucks is a nice amount. 50 is kind of like a, we're really in, really into this. And I think this year we just aren't in this one league and that's totally fine. Cause I have another league that's 30 bucks too. And this one is like, let's see, I think the, the top two people get paid out. Um, I should have mentioned that in my other league, the top two people do get paid out. They get to negotiate who gets what amount of money from the prize money of what's left after the weekly payouts. So yeah, the, the number one pe- person could try to pull the card and say, Hey, I, I had the highest record. So I get all the money. I don't think that will ever happen because they're, we're too gracious. You know, we're nice people. You'll at least get your money back if, if anything. Um, but yeah, this, this one with my college buddies, this one is just 30 bucks and it's a, Kind of a winner takes all kind of mentality, which is pretty interesting because it's kind of like you—if you, if you get, really get reward for uh, putting the time in and the research for putting the right lineups in, it rewards you for the long con of that th- that uh, 18-week long season new this year to the NFL, and I think that's just fine and dandy. But last year, I took second place, and my friend Will, who took first. He sent me some cash on Venmo. He's like, here you go, man. I love you. I was like, hey, you didn't have to do that. He's like, it's okay, man. Just don't spend it on one place. You know, one of those things. And I was pretty stoked about that. Uh, Now, this third league is the inaugural season of the Abstract Sports Fantasy Football League. And I know I mentioned this earlier in the first half of the episode. Again, I said I was going to repeat myself. Here we go. (laughs) But I want to tell a little more of the details. Before we do, I just want to say that my team name in the other league, the second one that I just mentioned, that one is the Asymptomatic Mouth Breathers. And, you know, very relevant for the times with the pandemic. So you don't want to be around my team because we're going to give you the COVID, my guy. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. There's no joke. No jokes about that. Uh, but seriously, that's pretty funny. My logo is a picture of Napoleon Dynamite, how he just kind of always has his mouth hanging open. He's like... <sighs> he's breathing yeah that that's me so that's one of my favorite team names i've never seen it anywhere else i came with that myself came up with that myself so give the guy some credit but this third league like i was saying the inaugural fantasy football league for abstract sports is really exciting i did get it thrown together kind of last minute and we had the draft like less than a week before and maybe a little over a week before the season started so, it's a good time to have the draft, but I seriously, just a week prior, had put out the idea that I wanted to do this, managed to get 12 teams signed up, collect $30 from each of those members, and get most of them into a chat room so we can all discuss rules and settings and everything, and then have the draft. And not going to lie, everybody but one person showed up, because like I said, we're, we are all adults, we all have lives, and he was at a work conference, so we couldn't make it. No, no disrespect there. But... 11 out of 12 people showed up with that short of notice. And that just kind of shows how dedicated people are to this fantasy football thing a little bit. So the concept with this league is I wanted to pull in people from all over the country, you know, pulling from my different walks of life. Like, um, some of my contributors, I reached out to them. I managed to get one of them to join uh, shout out to Isaiah, man. Appreciate you joining the league. And I also have friends from different parts of the country, uh, you know, we're talking like North Carolina, former co-workers, got people I think in Virginia. We've got people in like Denver area and then we also have a, a few people from Idaho. But we are really all over the map and I did that mostly because I wanted a good mix of people in the league. I didn't just want to pull from people that I know are already in three or four leagues. I want to ask random people who may not be in one. Um, but also from a marketing perspective, it's really good for the brand because you know, everybody talks about their fantasy team. And so I've, I've always wanted to put together a fantasy league for abstract sports. I think it's a great marketing tactic, but it's also a really cool, like educational thing to kind of talk about how, what abstract sports means and why, why I think that there's a lot more to sports than just fantasy sports or a lot more to it than just winning a game. I think there's, you know, a lot of other things in sports that teach us more about how to be a good human being than anything else. And so, it kind of helps me expand my platform to share that kind of uh, viewpoint viewpoint perspective on sports. And I'm super stoked to see where it's going to go. For example, I would love to start a league that is full of just contributors. So say, um, if you're, if you want to be a part of the contributor league, you must have submitted three articles to the website and your fee will be covered to join the league. Say it's a $30 buy-in. Um, well, abstract sports, AKA me, would cover your spot in the league. And, you know, part of me hopes that people will treat that respectfully and be like, hey, this is it's not my money, so I'm not gonna set my line up. You know, I hope they don't do that. I hope it's kind of more like I could win money for free. You know, for just writing a few articles about sports when, you know, everybody's got an opinion about something in sports. It's pretty easy to write an article about it. Just write three, join a league. You know, it's that easy. So if you're if you're interested and you want to join a league like that just head on over to abstractsports.com and find the contact page. It should just be slash contact and send an email via that form there and just say, Hey, I heard you talk about this on the podcast. I'm interested in joining a league. Please tell me more about it. All right. So at this point we've talked a little bit about daily fantasy sports. We've talked about traditional fantasy sports and kind of the origin story where it started with newspapers here in my town, apparently. But there is kind of a new beast in the market when it comes to a sort of fantasy sports market and it's called symbol that's spelled s i m b u l l so basically you know the stock market is a pretty fun way to try and gamble your money and and make some money based on you know buying low selling high reading the news up on certain companies and and seeing if their stocks are going to tank or go up and then putting more money in or taking money out It's really a big gamble, but there is like a knowledge behind what's going to be hot and what's going to be cold. Um, And that's been kind of popularized by a guy named Elon Musk. Not sure if you've heard of him by like him tweeting about certain altcoins or or, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies like Dogecoin. And I'm sure I'm going to get some flack for the pronunciation of that. I've heard Dogecoin. I've heard Dogecoin. Um, It's kind of all over the map. But the point is that trading stocks is becoming more and more popularized, I think, just based on like viral posts that go out there and the things that some people say about certain things. You know, Elon Musk, he's a very influential guy. His voice carries a lot of weight in the stock market. Anyways, why are we talking about stocks? Sorry, let me get back back to earth here a little bit. So this symbol thing is really cool. So it's a stock market for sports that allows you to trade sports teams like stocks, and you can earn cash payouts when your teams win. Um, it's kind of a blend of the, of sports and the stock market. So you can uh, invest in certain teams. Maybe you think uh, the Eagles are going to be a lot better by the end of the season than they are at the the beginning. You could buy a couple of virtual shares in Sim Eagles, and you know if their value is a lot higher at the end of the season, or maybe even three years down the road. You could sell those shares for a higher dollar value and profit off of this app. So, kind of like daily fantasy sports and uh, traditional fantasy sports, like we've already talked about, you can use your sports knowledge to, you know, buy low, sell high, and then you just can earn some cash payouts when your teams win. Uh, this app had uh, over 6,000 early adopters who have started to profit off of their sports knowledge. And so if you know it's kind of a cool thing I have bought some stock so far I bought one share in the Eagles that's why I mentioned them earlier because they were one of the lower price ones at the time and you know I have a lot of faith in Jalen Hurts and those two and his ability to create a play out of nothing similar to a uh, Russell Wilson so I'm like hey let's give it a shot so I put money in, uh, I bought a, a share of, of the sim Eagles. If you're interested, just go to uh, www.symbol.com. So that's Um or you can visit the link in the description of this podcast episode. Just look for symbol.app/abstract to create a free account and then when you deposit, make sure you use the promo code abstract for a $10 deposit bonus to help you build your portfolio. So if you're interested in stocks and you're interested in sports, this is a very new age way of kind of getting involved in some sort of money-making market about those two kinds of things. And uh, why not use a $10 bonus to get yourself started? All right, so we've talked about in-person sports and how cool those are. Uh, We've also talked about fantasy sports and how cool those are of the traditional variety, the daily variety, and the symbol Uh, stock market variety so lots of different options out there to get involved in your sports Um, but just want to keep in mind that COVID is real you know if you go to a football game please be safe and please be respectful of others Uh, it's a very dangerous time out there right now and I know there's going to be thousands upon thousands of people at a time when we have a new variant of this virus out in there so just be safe and be respectful that's the only thing I can say be kind because you never know what somebody else is going through or how badly the, the COVID pandemic has uh, affected them. So, yes, COVID is real. It is not fantasy like some of these sports are that we play, and it's also not fantastic either. Uh, it kills people. So be safe, be respectful, be kind, and uh, I hope you all have a really good start to the NFL season with the fantasy sports kicking off. Um I, I wish you the best of luck in all of your leagues. I'm well aware it's a very exciting time for sports right now with the seasons kicking off for football and college you know college and professional uh, but if I'm being honest, your boys look forward to October ish when the NBA season starts again. I've got to say I'm, I'm pretty hopeful with that that I will be able to get back on this podcast pony and ride it off to the into the sunset. You know, let's turn this underdog mentality podcast into better than the abstract sports podcast that I produced back in 2016 and forward or 2017 and forward. That one had 65 episodes. My goal is to push this thing beyond the limits of that and uh, hopefully keep it going and and see what we can turn it into. So if you're interested in uh, connecting with abstract sports, you can go to abstractsports.com read up on all of our articles that we got posted up right there and we're always taking new submissions so if you want to write something you can go check out the contributor pages and the contributor faqs see what that's all about and don't forget to follow us on any social media outlet i think we're most active on facebook and twitter our handle is just at abstract sports so if you're on facebook just slash abstract sports that'll work too we are on instagram but i haven't really done much with that lately i'm trying to come up with some sort of strategy to help post more on that platform and maybe that's one of those ways that we can grow with this podcasting thing is maybe doing some more video content doing some more live streaming content uh, i really want to try to get back into all of that stuff because sports are awesome <laughs> and well let's just end on that no yeah sports are awesome uh but seriously though it is time to get out of here so I appreciate you all listening out there and hopefully over the next week or two, I can come up with another great topic to record and get out here on the airwaves for you to enjoy. So I guess I'll just catch you in the next one.